so we're fighting about the movies, and then she goes, but at least you can say that Drew Seeley is way hotter than Chad Michael Murray. And oh, I got up from my chair, and I grabbed my keys, and I was like, I can't be in your home anymore. Last thing to say. What? So disrespectful. <laughs> Never did that before, did it? Oh, wow. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Her Life Blogcast. I wonder if that's in the recording. Is this, like, a new thing? I don't know. Probably. I don't know. That was kind of odd. That this meeting is recorded. And it's not just any meeting. It's the Her Life Blogcast. And it's not just any episode of the Blogcast. It's the Emma birthday special. Emma's birthday. Woohoo. Happy birthday, Em. How do you feel? Yes. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, You know, it's, I actually really love the age of 24. I don't know. The number is just really great. And so if that has anything to say about the year, then I am excited about it. Mm-hmm. 24 is like, okay, you're like almost an adult, a real adult, a real adult, you know. I'm happy for you, Emma. I'm excited to celebrate your birthday all episode long, all week long, all month long. October is yeah. month. Should we start with some reflection? Sure. Emma, do you want to kick us off since it's your birthday? Oh, sure. I never kick us off. This is fun. Switching it up. Um, so for my happy, my mother was, but she was very happy to be on the blogcast. She was, she keeps raving about it and keeps texting me. Like, when is Mm -hmm. the YouTube going to come out? When is um, the IGTV going to come out? So I'm like, don't worry, Ma, we have to like progressively get our content out there. Not, not all at once, you know? So very happy about that. We can't front load the week. We got to space it out for the people, but I love the enthusiasm. I love that. It was such a fun episode to do. I think it's fun to have different perspectives like that. And it still was just so fitting with our brand. I love that we have a brand. No, I was thrilled to have her too. I'm still happy about it. That was a great episode. If you haven't listened yet, check it out. I feel empowered still. It just radiates the energy. Pan, I'm going to kick it over to you. What are you happy about sister? Sure. If you've been following along, with my bike riding journey I definitely do think it's like toning up my like legs and like my my whole body really and it's just making me feel great and powerful and empowered if you will and strong and I feel great and it's just a fun day of the week to look forward to and it's with great results so what's better than fun exercise called a win-win baby <laughs> heck yeah it is <laughs> crack the code no I'm thrilled I've never been a biker because I don't know how old I was. Me and my sister were racing down our road, but we live on a dirt road. So it's not like a smooth, you know, you're like a trail woman. It's, you gotta be careful. So I remember I was going so fast and I just lost control of my bicycle and I hit a rock and I literally flipped. Oh my God. And I like skid across the dirt, skidded, skied across the dirt road. (laughs) Oh my God. It was terrible. Like I I was mortified. I know I, since that day I have not gotten back on a bike. I don't blame you. That sounds terrifying. So bad. So that's a little bit of childhood trauma to kick off the episode. I'm so sorry. A tandem bike. A tandem bike. Yeah. I've never done it. I used to have one when I was a kid, and I was known for just being lazy and not wanting to do any of it. Anyway, I'm glad you're biking, Hannah. It's fun to track the journey because it really has been such a journey. What am I happy about this week? Oh, I, well, I actually, I have a really good one this week. It was a real, I had a really great weekend again. I feel like we always do like the classic her lineup after a particularly exciting and happy weekend of mine. I was in Syracuse, New York. Well, actually a question for the group. 
Say the town I just said. Syracuse. Hannah? Syracuse. Okay, so you guys say it, do you think you say it different? Because I think the yeah. difference is like Syracuse, like Sarah, or do you pronounce the Y like Syracuse. Sear, like you see your steak? Is it Syracuse or Syracuse? I said Syracuse, Syracuse yeah. I think I say Syracuse. I am inclined to say Syracuse, but I think it's fancier to say Syracuse, so I found myself saying that. It was like, where are you going, Syracuse? So what are they, <laughs> what do they say, though, up there? Syracuse. Okay. Oh. So I was like, this isn't as fancy as I expected. <laughs> so anyway, that was just a little <laughs> sidebar, but it was beautiful. It was the most beautiful weekend. The weather was perfect. We did fall mm -hmm. things. There were apple cider donuts and stuff. Oh, the best. It was really fun. Like, I just had such a great time. Happy <laughs> weekend. And I'm going to kick it back to you for your excited. Sure. I have a three-day work week this week, and Ooh. it's going to be nice, but it's also, like, jam-packed. That's why I have to, like, work after this. It's going to be, like, intense the three days. So, but, yeah, it should be nice. It's just exciting because then, like, I have the weekend. So birthday weekend. Uh, birthday weekend, birthday. And then I have my grad school interview as well on Thursday for the online oh master's in counseling. So I'm kind of wow. nervous. And it, it just, oh, it happened great. so quickly. It just happened Quick so turn. fast. It literally happened in like a week. Like yeah. I applied last, no, I literally applied like on Friday and like I already have an interview. So that's, it's just like going really fast. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm prepared, but it's also like exciting because at least I got an interview, you know? So. I was just going to say an excellent sign. Like they wouldn't, you know what I mean? I guess that's amazing. So. Oh my God. I'm so excited for you. So I know. I'll let You're you gonna know. Kill it. Han, how about you? What are you excited about? Um, so this is <laughs> not as important as grad school, <laughs> but I'm excited that all the leaves are turning. <laughs> Some of the trees are already like losing their leaves, like completely already had like their peak, but it's really fun, especially again, when we're on our trail, um, it's fun to see them all change. This is so pretty and the smell of leaves. It's just, it's a fun time. Another thing about Syracuse, the drive there was the most gorgeous thing I've ever experienced sure. in my life. It was literally right up 81 and the whole place was just, it was just peak. It was like the perfect weekend to go. It was such a nice drive. Oh, it's so nice. Can't get enough fall energy. I'm so into it. I have, I have a busy week as well. Lots of webinars and stuff that I've signed up for. I talked last week about how I'm trying to be more productive with my political activism and not as annoying about it. So these are some of the steps I'm taking. I wanted to share them. The first one is an election defender training, which I'm excited about. I'm also doing an equity and politics training. And finally, text banking. Um, I think you're doing text banking too. I have a training for that this week. But like we're in the home stretch. We only have a couple weeks. So like now is the time to kick it into high gear. So I'm excited. My sister's getting involved. We might do the Women's March. There's lots of stuff going on and I'm very excited about it. But it feels good to like do something. You know what I mean? Let's move on to realizations. Sure. So, in the words of Kevin Berga, out of sight, out of mind. Out of mind. Which could be like a negative in some cases, but in this case, it's a positive. Okay. I'm just going to keep I was going to say, there. are we going to extrapolate, or is that oh, just okay. a little, little teaser? I'm just going to keep it there. I mean, I you like can it. do as you wish with that quote. Yeah. That's a great one. Out of sight, out of mind. All right. Hannah, let's, let's do you now. My realization is that I can't believe it's already October and the year's almost over, thank God. <laughs> um, but let's be real, it's this year's blue and I'm excited for <laughs> something better. <laughs> this year blows. No, you're right. It's true. I think it'll be such a just nice 
even if things don't change too much, I think we're so much better equipped to handle how sucky things mm -hmm. are, can be. <laughs> so it'll just be a better <laughs> year because of that. Yes, exactly. I'm with you. Good realization. Thank you. I have a good one this week that came courtesy of We The Urban on Instagram. I don't know if you guys follow this account. It's a great account. Lots of like little swipe through truths you need to face or like it reminds me of We're Not Really Strangers account in that it's like, oh, it gets me every time. <laughs> but a good one came up today on my feed and I wanted to share it as my realization. Access to your energy is a privilege. Mm -hmm. Isn't that good? I just think it's like, again, kind of goes along with what you were saying, Emma, like, the people we invite into our space, you don't have to. You know what I mean? Like you are very much in control of who's in your life and what role they play and to what extent. And I just think it's important to keep that top of the mind so that you can live your best life. I like that. Why waste so much time and energy on the people that like bring us down? And you always say like, fill it with what brings you joy. Yeah. It's true. Your time is valuable and energy is Absolutely. valuable. So. All in all, you get to decide. It's an empowering message. Let's move on to a segment that always never fails to cheer me right up. Spoon of the week. My spoon of the week is Justin Baldoni. I'm watching Jane the Virgin, which was on the CW, and I had no idea that was even a show. And so I'm watching it on Netflix. Oh my god! Wait, like you have a Netflix? <laughs> yes, sort of. Yes. <laughs> I'm using a, that's all I needed to know. Like the rest oh, of god. <laughs> this is big. <laughs> so yes, I well also I have access. You have Netflix. access. Yes, a big day in history Huge. for me. <laughs> Nevertheless, <laughs> I'm watching Jane the Virgin. First off, so cute, so good. I love it. And Justin Baldoni plays one of okay, it's like dumb because he's like one of the two love interests and the other love interest is so just not attractive and I I just like don't get it at all. But anyway, he's handsome and so sweet and he, oh he's just a dreamboat he's got the, the scruff he's tall he's the jawline through the scruff the jawline like, it's a oh special my, thing exactly you get it his smile is like a million bucks very hot guy he's very i hot. think i'm gonna say it he's one that like goes he's like the intersection of hot but also cute and handsome as well yes. like he's I, yes which is very it's hard great. to find Yes. Very hard to find. There are very few people you can put in that category. I'm going to throw Nick Jonas in. He's my go-to. I think there's a few that you can put into that where they work yes. for all three. Mm -hmm. But they are few and far between. It's really is a challenge. Thank you for bringing that up. I agree 100%. Yes. I think it's a special oh. kind of swoon. And I think it would be... It is. I would be remiss to, to not mention it here today. I have to say, I follow him on Instagram. Great follow. He's very fun. He has a cute little family. Like, it's freaking cute. But... He, I, I recently learned a very fun fact through his Instagram. Turns out when he first moved to LA trying to make it, trying to get on a show, be an actor, like real deal celebrity, he got this random roommate. And that random roommate, who still was not yet famous and moved to LA to become famous, was Andy Grammer. Wow. So That's Andy great. Grammer and um, Justin Baldoni knew each other before they were famous. They roomed together, were trying to like make it in LA, Andy doing his music, yeah. Justin acting, and now fast forward a few years later, they're big names. You know what I'm saying? Like they just both made it. I think that's such a fun story. And I just want everyone to know it because I think like, what are the odds? That's so fun. Seriously. Especially for both of them to make it. Like you would think just one, but yeah, no, oh, I love that. Tough business, but they did it and they did it together. There's just something very beautiful about that. I'm happy for their friendship and it's just beautiful friendship to watch. 
yes. Thank you for Great sharing time. that. I of made course. my swoon no. even harder. <laughs> yes, like it's so swoon worthy. I'm so into it. Yes, really, really strong. <laughs> okay, let's shift gears now to uh, Emma's swoon of the week. Emma, tell us about your swoon. I feel like my swoons every single week are jokes compared to your swoon. But mine are realistic swoons. Like, yeah. very realistic. I know Jake from State Farm may not seem realistic. No, it is. Anyway. He hasn't emailed me back, but... Oh, man. I'm trying to pitch him. I think he's just, he's playing a long game, and I got to get better at my pitches. I get that. I'm new. So, I appreciate it. I know, it. but I feel like he would totally come on to this. He just got to open the email. The problem is he can't, he doesn't know to open it. Like I just, if he opens right. it, he's on, but I just got to get there. So we'll get there. But anyhow, go ahead. <laughs> Tom, the super host of our Airbnb. Like why a freaking soul? Because he's like, I'm going to leave you guys muffins, linens, coffee, creamer. There's a winery two minutes that you can walk to and i'm just saying tom was super cool on the phone too he was he was like a hip dad like he knew that we were coming and he was like we were of the younger age population and he was like yeah do whatever like like you have so much here to do and i'm like whoa tom so as clarification he's he's like dad age that's what it sounded like have we seen tom like do we know what tom looks like or is this just based on the voice tell us more about the voice I feel like he is bald. Oh. <laughs> you can tell by the voice, huh? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. We have an episode dedicated to that. Bald is freaking beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, there you go. I love that. I will circle if ever I heard it. Well, we love Tom. Hopefully there's updates to come on that front. I'll email it to him, and if he opens it, I think he'll be happy. My swoon is quite specific and he's just been a key player in my heart since as long as I can remember Austin Ames who of course is played by Chad Michael Murray in the iconic 2001 film A Cinderella Story. I actually don't know if it's 2001. I felt really confident until I said it out loud. I'm not, it's around there. It's ballpark. Mad. I'm surprised he hasn't showed up sooner in our swoon of the weeks. It's because that we talk about him a lot in our text group chat. He's, you know he's what I'm always, saying? Like, I feel like we always have this conversation. Yeah, because I'll tell you what happened okay. and why this is brought up. There's two reasons. One, because it's October, and I very much consider A Cinderella Story a Halloween film because the main plot point revolves around the Halloween homecoming dance. So I don't think you can change my mind on that. It's a Halloween movie. That's number one. Number two, I got in the first fight I've ever gotten into with my friend slash cousin. I guess my cousin slash friend. I went over a couple weeks ago and we were having like a nice little fire moment, s'more moment, drinking some beers, like we're cool now. And it somehow got brought up because I am who I am and like Hilary Duff films are always just, they always just seem to come up. And she was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine, but we got to talk about the Selena Gomez Cinderella story. And I was like, haha, funny joke, because that's a bad movie. Like that's not a good, comparison. <laughs> comparatively it sucks. <laughs> And you can't even put them on the same plane, you know, let alone playing field. Like, they are just eons away from each other. And she was like, are you kidding? And I was like, are you kidding? So we're fighting about the movies. And then she goes, all right, all right, all right. But at least you can say that Drew Seeley is way hotter than Chad Michael Murray. 
And oh I got up from my chair and I grabbed my, my keys. And I was like, I can't be in your home anymore. Like, what is going on? How is that a real opinion? That's not an opinion. That's just a false thing to say. What? So disrespectful. So disrespectful. Disrespect. Like, I, I'm seriously still, this is weeks later and I'm still very fired up about it because like, how can you be? And then she was like pulling up photos of Drew Seely and trying to be like, he's so hot. I was like, what the hell? Like, what is going on? <laughs> Drew Seely is not a bad looking guy, but he's an average looking guy. You're not going to stop on the street and be like, holy shit, it's Drew Seeley. I mean, you would because it's Drew Seeley, but you're not going to be like, whoa, this is the hottest guy. Chad Michael Murray in his absolute prime, you're going to tell me that Drew, what the hell? Like, what is going on? <laughs> so do you guys agree with me? I won't yell at you if you if you think Drew Seeley's hotter, I swear. No. Like, this is a safe space, but I just had to get it out. 100% Chad Michael Murray all the way. She's I forgot that Drew Seeley was in that movie, to be quite honest. That the only thing I remember. bad. I know. The only thing I remember about that movie is the double mirror where they, like, dance. <laughs> that was sexy. I'll give it to you. That movie had some heat that the Hillary Duff version didn't have. I'll give it that. <laughs> I just feel like the original, like, why would they, I feel like they don't play the second one as much. It's always, like, either the Chad Michael Murray one. Right, and my point. And, like, or that other stupid one. Which that they Michael, made. Lucy Wait, Hale. there's another one. There's yeah, another one. But I've never yeah. even watched. Lucy Hale, Once Upon a Song. Yeah, Barking yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. You can't mess around. Like, these, the, like, the Hillary Duff Cinderella story is one of the most iconic films of our generation. I'm going to say it. I think that's the movie I've seen the most number of times out of all films ever. Because it's just so, like, it's so never good. It's so good. Austin Ames is such a worthy swoon. And I just want to celebrate him this October. Amen. Thank you. Uh, you guys gave me like a lot. Of, I needed to, I didn't know how badly I needed to talk about that. So thank you. <laughs> um, let's transition now into a little bit of content catch up. What are we watching, reading, listening to? Emma, I'm throwing it back to you. Sure. So usually I don't do books on this podcast because I don't read. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a little mystery action going on. It's called Then She Was Gone. I got it from the Amazon bookstore here in uh, Norwalk. It's kind of nice because, like, there's only, like, a limited amount of choices that you can kind of go from. And you're like, you know what? Just go for it. And if you have the Prime discount, it's, like, $5 book. So. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, it's really cool. The premise of this book is that a daughter disappears one day. Wow. And basically, they find the body, which is weird. Don't know if it's really her body yet. Not sure. But then the mother, a few years later, gets with this family slash guy, like in a relationship. And the daughter is similar to her daughter who disappeared. And that's where I'm at right now. Okay. (laughs) Intrigue. Yeah, I'm only halfway through. But sometimes mysteries take a while to get into. But then I'm like. You got to find Absolutely. out. Yeah. Who done it? Who done it? Right. <laughs> That's a great pick. I think good for the spooky season, even. I would go so far. Oh, so. you're so right. I didn't even think about that. Very on brand. <laughs> Happy for you, Em. That's a good Thank one. You. Yeah, Hannah, that's how it goes. Well, I already said it, but Jane the Virgin, yeah. um, we're almost done. We actually have like three episodes left. So we it left that on cliffhanger right before we actually started filming this. <laughs> so I'm eager to see how it ends. She's got to get back. But I'm sad, but I don't want to steal your thunder, but, like, your cue is, one of them is definitely in mine. And my grandma actually called me and was like, you need to watch this show. Say it. Just say it now. Let's begin. Emily in Paris. Excellent. 
I watched one episode and it's very, it's, it's cute. Like I can tell it's going to be cheesy, but I live for that. I think it's the same producer as Sex in the City. So that's cool to see. Right. Yeah. From what you. I see, like the fashion is fun. Like she dresses cute. Lots of hot guys already. So that's thrilling. Um, she's like a social media person. It's just cool. It's, it's going to be a fun vibe. I'm very into it. A little raunchy because it's like, it can be because it's Netflix. So that's fun. You know, I think we'll binge it fast. Like I think we'll be done with it by next week from what I've heard. So. Okay. I'm on Netflix now. Holy cow. This is a freaking game changer. I know. I know. <laughs> anyway, no, great pick. Another thing in my queue, um, the social dilemma, but I'm also know that I probably, have you guys seen the social dilemma? Heard about it? It's familiar, I think. Lots of people have been like, you got to watch it. It'll make you delete every social media account that you have. So I think I maybe shouldn't watch it. I don't know. I think it's going to be very troubling when I do, but it's also good to like be informed and all that, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know. I'm like debating whether I should watch it or not. I was told that it, like, you got to really pay attention. It's not like have it on in the background kind of thing. It's like a documentary. You got to sit and pay attention and then be terrified and delete everything. So we're going to see if that's the road I take. I think it depends. <laughs> like, how is it a series or is it a movie? It's just a documentary. documentary. Yeah, like a one part thing. From what I understand, I'm not. So totally it's about clear. like how bad social media is. Yeah, and how like companies use social media to manipulate you on a regular basis, and how like we're not uh, thinking for ourselves. Like we think in terms of Instagram now. Like we don't think with our brains. Kevin Verga, I would love to do. We should watch it and have Kevin Verga do. Yeah, you should. That should be now. his like homework assignment. Or yeah, something. that would be good. Anyway, so that's another thing in my queue. I can't really speak on it because I haven't watched it, but I plan to maybe question mark. Another thing, though, that I watched recently that was so cute and fitting for the time, You've Got Mail. Did you guys ever see? I've never seen You've Got Mail. I've, I've seen that before. It is a, a good fall movie. Classic rom I think as quintessential a rom-com as you can get. It's cute. Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan. Is there a more iconic pair? I'm not quite sure. It was cute, but I do have, like, an issue with it. Do you want to hear? Yeah. I think Tom Hanks's character is kind of an ass. I would not have just... Listen, so if you know the movie, I'm going to, the spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it and you want to watch it, don't listen because I'm going to give away the whole point of the movie. So Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks meet on the internet in a chat room. They don't know who each other are and they're like, they fall in love in this chat room. Blah, blah, blah. Tom Hanks finds out that Meg Ryan is the woman in the chat room. Okay. But Meg Ryan doesn't know it's Tom Hanks. So then for like months in this movie, Tom Hanks, knowing that he's talking to Meg Ryan, like, they know each other in real life. Am I explaining this well? I'm sorry. I'm, like, really starting to flail. But I'm very following. Okay. So, Tom Hanks is, like, knowingly manipulating Meg Ryan into being like, oh, say this next. He said what? Like, pretending he's not the guy she's talking to in these emails. Also, interesting through line in today's episode, email relationships with people you know in real life but don't know that they're the person you're talking to online. A Cinderella story. Holy crap. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Is that, like, an inspiration point? Wait a minute, did anyone ever analyze a Cinderella story versus You've Got Mail? I feel like this is similar. Next week on the Her Life Vlog, we'll be talking. <laughs> I was going to say, let me write my report and then we'll let you know. <laughs> Seems like a blog post is coming soon because this might be a great idea. Anyhow, yeah. I just thought it was very manipulative of him. And then there's this big romantic scene in this garden where she's waiting for him and she's finally going to meet the guy. And it turns out, oh, surprise, it's Tom. Oh, that's trippy. And she just cries, and then they kiss, and it's the end. And I was I like, I'd be like, bitch, what? Like, are you kidding? I'm sorry I said that. 
And it's such a weird. Yeah. I don't even know. I'm sorry, that was like the it's worst thing I've Where they're also like rival bookstore owners or something too yes. at the same time, right? She is like a very small town bookstore. His corporation like literally yeah. runs her out of business. He has stolen her livelihood. He steals her heart. It's a beautiful But, like, she still doesn't get to live her dream and own the children's bookshop. Like, he took everything from her and then kind of <laughs> gaslit her into thinking she was crazy. I freaking hate a gaslighter. I'm fired up. But you know what? I did like the movie, so I don't know how I feel. This is, like, very back and forth. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is a very good um, blog cast for you to vent a lot of feelings. No, I, like, I literally, I'm discovering that I had a lot of, like, pent-up stuff that I needed to talk out, so thank you guys, first of all. But the movie is very cute, fall vibes. Don't you just love fall in New York? Didn't I sound like Meg Ryan there? I've been practicing. So, anyhow, if you're into it, check it out. I rented it on Amazon Prime, and it was a good $2.99 to spend to brighten up a Tuesday. Now let's transition into the real fun stuff. Happy birthday! birthday. But Emma, I'm really excited it's your birthday. This is big because I associate your 23rd birthday in a lot of ways with the start of the blog because we did an episode back then for that. Oh my gosh! Remember? And we talked about all other celebrities that were 23 and I thought, oh, I got a great idea. Like, I'm going to look up some celebrities that are 24. But, like, it'd just be the same list. Like, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, they'd be the exact same people. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. But wow. Holy moly. Yeah. That's so, I just purple. think it's cool to, like, track through now, however, like, 30-some wow. episodes later, you're a year older. Are we better at this? I don't know. But it's more fun now. <laughs> We're more comfortable now. Yeah, now it's like we don't even prepare before. We just <laughs> I was reflecting on your birthday last year. We went to a beautiful brunch at Carol's Place. There's nothing like it. I would do anything, anything to do a bottomless brunch with you guys. Uh. Carol's Place just takes you to another level. It true in all ways. In all ways, <laughs> we went to Victoria's Secret. It was a whole. Oh my god! That was I was a just fun thinking day. about that the other day. We became women reason. that day. We did a lot that day. We ended up we at Phantom of the Opera that day. Oh my god! <laughs> that was the wildest day. I had so much fun. Anyway, Emma, do you have any intentions or goals, resolutions for your twenty fourth year? I'm intrigued because now I'm going to go back to our first episode and see what I said because yeah. I'm wondering if I'm going to say the same thing, which would be sad. Like, no, I think. Or maybe that's just my life motto. You know what I'm saying? Like, there you go. Um, I think first and foremost, especially for this year, is obviously like good health and like wishing good health on like everybody. I know that's like, it's like, okay, take the necessary precautions and everything and be smart about it. It's just like, get your flu shot. That I was like on my number one list. I'm like, you know what? Turn 24, flu shot. That says something about the year. Am I right? Listen, my brain's like a little bit spastic right now too. So join the club. Like this is <laughs> age 24. You get a little, you know, off the knocker. Um, <laughs> I mean, you just turned 24. What's the first thing you're going to do? Get a flu. Whoa, that's settled down. It's a little wild. Reel it in there, skulls, <laughs> all right? But like I said, I feel like 20, I know. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. But like, I feel like when you're turned 24, like you're actually like an adult and you think about like things like 
that. Like old people's stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or at least that's what I think that you should act like. Who knows? I don't really know. No, that's, I think that's a fair point. I think it's good to be health conscious this year of all years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I think especially in your 20s, it's like a big life goal or a like big step coming out of college is like you're kind of now learning about yourself more in ways that you just didn't understand or you thought that you knew, but it's totally different now. I feel like I want to just like stay true to myself no matter what, even if like society says like, oh yeah, 24, it's a, it's a big number or something like that. So I just want to make sure that I always stay true to myself, my roots, but also like learn about myself in new ways and challenge myself at the same time. I love that. I love that. And then of course, just like my tattoo says, just be grateful for every moment. I'm grateful for you, Emma. Oh. Now I would like to dive into a little bit of horoscope reading. Would you like to hear? I love a good horoscope reading. I'm really not, like, I'm not a huge horoscope person. I think that maybe that is going to be a thing that I become more interested in just because why not? Like, you know what I mean? It's just a fun thing. So I'm going to read your October 2020 horoscope. I want you to flag me down with maybe a hand gesture or an amen or some kind of indication if if you think it applies to you. Okay. Let's make it interactive. I just don't want to read Sure. Okay. Celebrate your wins, Libra. Woo-hoo! You've learned a lot about how you can care for your financial health with money-minded Pluto spending half the year in retrograde. Honestly, true, though. Mm-hmm. I've been into my finances lately, especially since I have to finance my own grad school. It's like, okay, let's put this in perspective here. You're so right. Zodiac, it's real. Okay. <laughs> So talking about Pluto money, the smallest planet stations direct in Capricorn, whatever that means, on October 4th. So think about that. Helping you better understand how to move forward. October 4th is probably when you found out about your interview, just so you know, because that was yesterday. No, it's actually about that other. Oh, okay. Tell me. Like a relationship. How fitting. How fitting. Horoscopes, baby. They're real. Okay, when was the last time you enjoyed a quiet moment, Libra? Take some time to slow down and quiet your thoughts, starting October 13th, coming up right after your birthday, when inner growth ruling Mercury stations retrograde in perceptive Scorpio. What I get from that. That's me, I'm a Scorpio. (laughs) Holler, we got a a Scorpio. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. Still, make sure that you journal after your birthday. That's all I get from that. What does you got that retrograde mean? Like, what is retrograde? Retrograde is a Maggie Rogers song that freaking slaps. That's really all I know right now. I know that when Mercury's in retrograde, as we said, things going backwards, right? Things are bad. Why is the Earth ending? Because Mercury's in retrograde. (laughs) Why did I text that guy? Because Mercury's in retrograde. I just know this from the internet. Um, yeah, I like to be informed okay. that way. I'll let you know if I find in anything more. Sarah Brown should be doing this. Like Sarah's into it. She understands. I had co-star for half a day once and it made me stress. So I deleted it. Anyway, yeah. just enjoy quiet moments, Libra. That's what that last one was all about. <laughs> Invest a part of your day towards meditation or journaling, getting in touch with your inner voice. What's your inner voice saying? Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Get a flu shot. Get, Get a flu shot. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> so bad, Hannah. 
on fire. Okay. Inner voice Thank you. Shots. You're getting recharged and ready to go on to October 16th when the career overseeing moon, that's moon with a capital M, take it as you will, <laughs> the career overseeing moon begins a new phase in team-oriented Libra. Will I get into grad school that day? Maybe. Maybe. Set an intention to focus on a new skill or improve your relationships with colleagues. Ooh. Get on LinkedIn. <laughs> Post a video. I don't know. Like, we'll see. Okay, what's next? You could be ready to collaborate on an exciting new opportunity. I'm excited for you. Are you prepared to take a closer <laughs> look at your relationship with the physical world? Sure am. <laughs> you buy your bottom dollar, she is. You may have a realization about your ties to material objects beginning October 22nd when the sun, again, capital S, makes his way, male personified, into your second house of finances, values, and possessions. Did you know that's what your second house contained? <laughs> no, it's I didn't even know you had a first house. I know, it's kind of frightening. Okay. I wonder what's in your first house. I know, what the heck? So definitive. Decide. It's like it's very specific. It's like stressing me out. Welcome to horoscopes, baby. All right, this is the last point. It's okay to enjoy pleasure from tangible things. Just make sure you found balance. 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 <laughs> a Libra is a balance scale. I feel anyway. like we should, this should be part of, like, horoscopes should be part of our... Maybe that should be part of the intro segment. We'll each read a blurb of our horoscope. I love that. I love it. Oh, well, let's do yeah. it. Okay, done. I think the fact that none of us know what we're talking about really adds a level. <laughs> to the we discussion. should just try to, like, assume and then, like, maybe keep a log if we're not, if we're... Okay, that sounds a lot, but, like... We can, like, reflect on the previous week, like, did it come true? And oh, yeah. yes, 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 let's On October do that. 16th, did that happen? October 22nd, whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna, like, put tabs on those things that you said, Rachel. Those are the dates. Sister. Like, do a little star in my calendar. That's my girl. Anyway, if we're gonna try to make a tie to the beginning of the episode, which you know I love a full circle, perhaps this has everything to do with our realization about manifestation. We didn't say that explicitly, but inviting certain <laughs> energies into your life. If your horoscope says something good's gonna happen, freaking believe it and it will. Yeah. Out of sight, out of mind. There's a connection there. It's all connected. I guess I will finish by saying, Emma, I hope you have the most fantastic birthday, but more importantly, yeah. the most fulfilling year. I think this is a really fun transitional time. And I don't know. I just, I'm excited to be on the journey with you and to see what this year brings for the three of us. Yes. Exactly. Love you. I'm so excited. We love a birthday special. Yay. Sorry, I kind of went off the rails in this episode. I wish you had oh. a more polished version, but honestly. I like it. This is us. This is us, baby. Give us a show on NBC. Okay. <laughs> if you like what you're hearing, be sure to follow us on Spotify or subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, feel free to rate and review. I say that every freaking week and nobody ever does. So just do it, guys. That'd be so fun. Also, I'm going to start making fake accounts just so I can like and rate and review my own show. Come on, guys. Come on. You can also find us on Instagram at her.blog.life. This week we'll have fresh content featuring Mama Spoles, and I'm excited about it. So is she. You can also read blog posts at www.herbloglife.online and for behind-the-scenes videos that usually come out on Tuesdays, except for when I forget and put them on Wednesdays or Thursdays, you can just go to our YouTube channel. Just search my name, Rachel Malik, on YouTube. I think that's all I got. I'm Hannah Legerfo. I'm Emma Spoldy. 
And I'm Rachel Malik. This has been the Her Life Blogcast.